Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. And my name is Tom Joustra, and I'm the host for usually the third week of every month. And my guest this week is Mary Hoovey. Hi, Mary. Hi, Tom. Now, Mary and I, we kind of go back a ways, okay, before Victory Point even, because I, as a 26-year-old, okay, Lori and I moved to Zealand because I got a job at Zealand Christian teaching third grade. And lo and behold, one of the students in my very first class was Matt. Matt. My son. Yeah, yes. so Mary's son, Matt. And um, so he was in my very first class as a third yeah. grader. Yeah. So he was probably like, I don't know, probably nine years old at that time, eight or nine years old. Yeah. Okay. And so I knew Mary way back then, back in 1989, okay, because through her son, Matt. And then about a year later, Lori and I moved right across the street from you guys over there on 104th. Yeah, yeah. And you lived in that nice big old uh, uh, farmhouse. It was a and wonderful house. It was a beautiful it was a wonderful house. neighborhood. It was. Yes, and then you had Calvin. Yep. I had Caleb, and they were the same age and the same grade. They were like very good friends. Best Caleb of buds. was dependent oh. on Calvin. Oh, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, yeah, they kind of grew up together. Yeah. And then, yep. then you moved away, right? Kind of down the street. Down the street. Yep. Right. Because mm -hmm. you built a new home down the street and then we moved away too, yeah. you know, into Imperial Estates. Um, but yeah, it was a good yeah. several years together yeah. there, yeah. right across the street from each other. I think the, the memory that always comes to me is you had, you inherited a little chick from Zealand Christian, yes, and you had them in your backyard. <laughs> you had this little baby chickie yep. it fenced in, and our cat jumped the fence oh. and killed. I don't. I didn't remember it was your cat. Yes, it was our cat, Smokey. Oh, Smokey ate Gumby. <laughs> Is that his name? Gumby? Yes, Gumby. I think that's what it was. <laughs> Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> neighbors to neighbors, right? Cats to, to chickens. <laughs> I kind of forgot about you that, Mary. You didn't want that chicken anyway, did you? <laughs> I don't know why we had that chicken. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's good to have Mary on the podcast this week. Because um, like I said, we kind of go way back. And then, I, and then I had your son, Dan, in class a couple years later. And then I can't remember if I had Caleb in my actual class or if he was like in the other class that just kind of rotated through. But I mean, I taught him. Yeah. I just can't remember if it was like all the time or just part of the time. Yeah. So yeah, I've taught yeah. all three of your yes. sons. Yes. So that's kind of yes. cool. Yes. And now here we are at Victory Point. Yes. Together. Victory Point. Yeah. yeah. So very cool. Anyway, so thanks, Mary, for, for joining me this week. And Mary and I are looking forward to just opening up some scripture together. And um, yeah, for those of you that maybe are new to this podcast, um, Victory Point has a, a daily Bible reading plan. And if you choose to follow along, um, there are certain scriptures that get read every day. And the whole church, whoever is choosing to, kind of reads the same scripture. And this podcast was developed just to kind of have two people from Victory Point um, just talk about that piece of scripture and um, just share what the Lord is maybe told them through the, that piece of scripture or um, uh, maybe what the Lord challenged them with or some questions they might have about the scripture. But it's just kind of good to have people that you go to church with mm -hmm. talk about the, the weekly and the daily scripture. Um, and so that's what we're here to do. Very good. And um, 
So let's dive in. Okay, let's dive in. Now, today's scripture is from the Old Testament. It's from 1 Kings 8, verses 22 to 30. And then we skip over to verses 41, 42, and 43. And so what I, I'll read the scripture. And then, Mary, when I'm done reading, I'll just ask, so what's something that jumped out at you? Okay, and then we'll just kind of go back and forth and kind of share some different things that the Lord kind of had jump out at us with these with these verses here. So here we go. First Kings eight, starting with 22. And in my uh, version of the Bible here, which is the NIV, uh, the um, the title at the top there says Solomon's prayer of dedication. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel, spread out his hands toward heaven and said, Lord, the God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth below. You who keep your covenant of love with your servants, who continue wholeheartedly in your way. You have kept your promise to your servant, David, my father. With your mouth, you have promised. With your hand, you have fulfilled it as it is today. Now, Lord, the God of Israel, keep your servant David, my father, the promises you've made to him when you said, you shall never fail to have a successor to sit before me on the throne of Israel. If only your descendants are careful in all they do to walk before me faithfully as you have done. And now, God of Israel, let your word that you promised your servant David, my father, come true. But will God really dwell on earth? The heavens, even the highest heaven, cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built. Yet give attention to your servant's prayer and his plea for mercy, Lord my God. Hear the cry and the prayer that your servant is praying in your presence this day. May your eyes be open toward this temple night and day, this place of which you said, my name shall be there, so that you will hear the prayer your servant prays toward this place. Hear the supplication of your servant, and all your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Hear from heaven, your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. And then we go to verse 41. As for the foreigner who does not belong to your people Israel, but has come from a distant land because of your name, for they will hear of your great name and your mighty hand and your outstretched arm when they come and pray toward this temple, then hear from heaven, your dwelling place. Do whatever the foreigner asks of you, so that all the peoples of the earth may know your name and fear you, as do your own people Israel, and may know that this house I have built bears your name. All right, Mary, so what's something that, uh, like when you were looking at this ahead of time, that sort of jumped out at you or came to I, the surface you know, for you? I read it and I thought, okay, what am I going to glean from this? But there was a lot, <laughs> yeah. really, when you start digging. For sure. You know? And I think what was so cool for me is that, you know, God a lot of times uses the next generation for his purposes, you know? Right. Um, um, and, and I think... You know, Solomon was claiming the promises that God made to his father, David. Um, and that is, David must have really um, spoken into Solomon about this temple. Mm. And um, I, I, I read in 
1 Chronicles that David did a lot of the preparations for the temple. He did a lot of the work beforehand, um, which I, I never really hmm. knew. Um, he was a I man know. of war. God didn't want him right. to build I remember it, that piece. But he got all this gold and silver. He got all this 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 timber and he did a hmm. lot of the preparations. Wow. Yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't know that. But yeah, God did not want him to build Correct. it. Correct. Correct. And that was yeah. Solomon's job. Right. 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 And um I I as I was reading it, I through the years I make notes in my Bible. And uh, in 2017, I wrote, Father, I pray that whatever God dreams of mine that cannot be accomplished through me, please may they be accomplished through my descendants. Mm. And, um, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Right. You know, that we can trust God for that. Too. Right. And that shows humbleness to pray something like that or kind of like selflessness because it's like, because a lot of times it's like, well, I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. As David did. <laughs> yes. As David did. But then to, to, but to pray a prayer like that, we're like, okay, Lord, if I'm not the one, then please do it through my descendants. Yeah. That's. And may I prepare them. Yes. To a certain degree for it. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Yeah. It takes yeah. a selfless person yeah. to pray that yeah. prayer. Wow. Yeah. Selfless and yet hopeful. Hopeful for the right. next generation. Right. Hopeful of God's faithfulness right. to the next generation. Yeah. So it's almost like I plant this little tree now yeah. so that my kids and grandkids in the future can enjoy the shade of it someday. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's like, like you're preparing for the future, even though you might not get the benefits. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, one thing that one thing that struck me is the number of times that Solomon used the word servant, especially oh. in twenty-seven through thirty. I think he mentioned it four or five times. Now listen to your servant's prayer. Uh, your servant is praying to you. Uh, your servant prays toward this place, and you know, hear the supplication of your servant. And that this kind of that kind of struck me. You know that he's calling himself a servant constantly. You know, and yet. We know a little bit more about Solomon, mm -hmm. <laughs> you Me know, too. like the book of Ecclesiastes. Right. I mean, he was, um, what do you say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was an extreme person. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. 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 He wasn't always a cert. Well, I don't know. But he, he explored a lot of the world. Yes, he did. He explored a lot of the world. Yes, he did. Yeah. But, but and yet to see this humble side of right. him at is the, very cool. Right, at the start, kind of, right? Because I don't this, know. Is, is this don't near know. the beginning of his reign that he finished? I oh, no. Know. It probably took a long time to build that bugger. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but the fact that he called himself a servant, I'm like, wow, do I call myself a servant? So I actually tried yeah. it this morning in my in my oh, prayer time. Oh, yeah. You know, I kind of talked to God and I referred to myself as a servant. Oh, yeah. And I, and I was like hoping that during the day, because I, I went to school this morning doing uh -huh. a little prep work in my classroom. Did I, did I even think of that while I was at school uh -huh. talking with people or, or doing stuff that I, 
no, I kind of totally forgot about that. Yeah, but I think it's just kind of inbred in you too, though, Tom. You do have that kind of a spirit without even, you know, consciously thinking about it. It's well, just kind of who you are. Well, thank you. But I was I was kind of beating myself up a little bit going, oh. okay, no, I kind of forgot what I said this morning, you know? And, but, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. It just, that just struck me that, you know, he saw himself as a servant yeah. and he he lived life, at least at this time in his life, he lived like he yeah. was yeah. a servant And yet he time. was this king. Huge. And he, yeah, huge king yeah. with this beautiful temple. Yes. You know, and yet referring to himself as a servant. Yes. Isn't that a wow? I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, anything else that popped out at you, Mary? Uh, let's see. I, you know, this temple business, th th that always fascinates me. This was this was built in uh, 957 BC and it was destroyed by the Babylonians in 586 BC. Um, it was built on Mount Moriah or the Temple Mount, which is where Abraham had built the altar on which to sacrifice Isaac. I hmm. just find that fascinating. Oh, I didn't know that little tidbit either. Yeah, and I think the second temple was built there also okay and that was destroyed by the romans um and i think you know like a few walls are left and that's like the hmm. wailing wall i don't know oh, but all okay. on that temple mount huh. i don't know i just find that fascinating. fascinating it is fascinating that there's symbolism there yeah to have it on the exact same spot that abraham yeah 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 interesting yeah. and that's where you know like the dome of the rock is now oh sure you know yeah. all these you know probably the most uh concentrated religious place mm -hmm. you know right um yeah yeah, yeah kind of fascinating i mean the temple history. was like this yeah it was like the center of jewish yeah culture you know the temple you know those god's dwelling place yeah and the yeah. second the second thing that popped out of me or that popped into my mind is that whole idea of like um, Solomon says in verse 27, he goes, the heavens, even the highest heaven can't contain you. How much less this temple I have built. Oh. But yet God called that his oh. home. That that was his place, right? Yeah. That's where he dwelt with his people, yeah. which made me think, okay, today, aren't we considered God's temples, right? In the yeah. New Testament, does yeah. it say that you are, you know, the yeah. temple? Um, and so God claims us as you know, as Christians, that, that we we are His and we we are the temple. This is where He chooses to do His dwelling is through us. Yeah, and that's kind of a cool thing. Yes, yes. You know, and you know the what did it say towards the end there? The foreigners came, um, so that let's see, what does it say again here? Uh, because of your name, they came. Uh, they will hear of your great name, know your name, bears your name, and that's that's us, right? We bear His yeah. name. Uh, I mean, foreigners, I'm putting it in quotation marks, I mean, foreigners like look at us and go, wow, uh, he bears God's name. She uh, bears God's name, uh, uh, you know, uh -huh. like it did back, you know, the temple did back in the yes. Old Testament. We're the, we're the ones who now bear yeah. his name yeah. now. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. So those are a couple of things that, so the servant piece jumped out at me. And then that whole idea that uh, you know, now we are the temples. You know, Very that jumped out at me, you know, my name shall be there is what he said about the Old Testament temple. Well, my name shall be there, he says to us now, as 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 we are at the temples now. 
uh, uh, something else yeah. um, I wrote down. God sometimes uses the next generations to fill his promises. And then this is something I read in my um, my utmost for his highest. He is in no hurry. Just think of all the time God has. Hmm. You know, it may not be with me and my generation. Right, God's right. in no hurry, you know. Right. He'll uh, use the next generation too. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So as we wrap up this Monday, listeners, um, thank you again for um, tuning in. And may you have a great Monday. Uh, may your day be blessed. May your day be filled with, um, um, yeah, just the fact of just remembering that you, that you are a servant, okay, that you are a temple. Um, and like Mary was saying, sometimes the Lord uh, might want to accomplish something through your the next generation. Which is right? where we need to prepare them. Yes, so we have to prepare them so that the Lord can work through them as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, blessings on your Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.